Talking about stuff, talking about things, talking about you, talking about me. It's not a wild country, and we are celebrating. It is Canberra. Conversations in the capital. Hello, my name is Henry. Welcome to Canberra. Conversations in the capital. Today, surrounded by instruments and recording equipment, I am joined by musician Brent Brosnan. Alongside Matt Madsen, Brody Hyman, and Callum McDonald, Brent is the lead singer of long-term Canberra band Science and Symbols. Their style of rock music is on all major streaming platforms and has been heard all over the globe, from the United States all the way to Portugal. A consistent fixture in the Canberra music scene, Signs and Symbols have performed alongside several big names in local music, and after all these years, these lads are still thriving and surviving, pumping out new sounds, getting better with age. Brent, how are you doing, my man? I'm doing very well after that lovely introduction. Oh, thank, thank you, Henry. Shucks. I'd rather bashful. <laughs> <laughs> we're currently at the Black Sun Rehearsal Studios of Buckhonan, and you were just showing me around the place, and we we're just having a quick jam. I'm sure you've got some pretty fond memories of this. Of this location for sure like this is where you know a lot of the songs come together so a lot of them will start with me in my bedroom or out on a balcony late at night who knows wherever i end up being um and then yeah once i feel confident enough this is the place i bring them and we jam together as a band and we you know find the song quite a lot sometimes i have a lot of it worked out sometimes i like to leave a lot just to see what flavors the others <laughs> will put in but yeah just like Jams, working on songs, getting drunk with friends. I've slept in here a couple of times. So. I was going to say, what's the longest you've just been in this room for? Yeah, yeah, I'd say probably a full 48 hours. Oh my I, just, I brought a mattress in. Uh, I was doing <laughs> a gig down at the basement uh, where I was singing with uh, Cell Block 69. Cool. They're another yeah. band. They do 80s covers. And uh, I was brought on as a guest to sing Heal the World, you know, that big <laughs> yeah, 80s yeah, the Christmas big. song. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so after that, I just needed a place to crash. There was already a mattress in here. So <laughs> I came back, then I spent the next day jamming, almost slept here again. It was great. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. It sounds like uh, you and the other lads here have this amazing bond. You all met in high school and, you, and you, yes. you've been jamming ever since. I mean, there's on Instagram, there's that cheeky photo of the of the four of you at your, your, your 12 formal. Yes, right? yes, yeah, yes. Doing, doing oh. The finger guns. oh, my God. Go great time. Tell me, how, how did you all get started and, and, and how much of... How much has the music and the industry changed since 2013, since when everything kicked off? Yeah, so I think uh, obviously we've all had a love of music since growing up. And in high school, we sort of found that with each other and we were in and out of each other's lives quite a bit. Um, but yeah, th those three were like my idols at school. They were the ones I would see perform at lunchtime concerts and things like that. And I was always like, man, I want to I want to get up there on stage. I want to do that. Those guys are so cool. And then one year for Battle of the Bands, the school's competition, I asked if they'd be in a band with me and they said yes. And yeah. it blew my mind. And then, yeah, we ended up winning three years in a row, which was amazing. Wow. Little humble brag right there. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then, uh, I don't know, we just stayed together as friends, kept jamming, kept doing music. And then about 2013, we were like, do you want to see if we could do something like this, try and get some gigs, maybe record some stuff? Um, and yeah, well, ever since then, we've just been doing it, laying down all the songs that we have. Uh, well, that's a lie. There's a whole <laughs> bunch we have not recorded that we do have. But yeah, it's, it's been great. And then, uh, we're relying on word of mouth for a while. You know, mm. everything's been DIY, mm. no managers, no press agents, nothing like that. It's all been done by us. Um, and we're still going that way now. And we, we totally love it. But I think, yeah, now is the point after COVID. It made you realize what you miss. So yeah, I think this it. is, uh, giving me a new feeling in my heart, a new <laughs> fire under my bum. I like the way it feels. <laughs> and I think that's going to, you know, help push us into what's coming next. Would you say that your music, the sound that you guys make has changed throughout these last? 
Almost a decade now? Yeah, for sure. I think, you know, when we started, it was as loud as we can get. <laughs> That's yeah. what we were going for, you know? Because uh, we went to a Catholic school as well, and a lot of it yeah. was like, sit down, shush, do as you told. And <laughs> we weren't about that at all. We like people expressing who they are and feeling free to do that. So we wanted to represent that for people and show them like, hey, look, it doesn't matter, you know, where you've come from, who you are, what's going on. You can do this. You can mm. do whatever you want. So that was very much the thing at the start was yeah. just crank it up, make it loud, make it fast. <laughs> um, but now we've started exploring, you know, new sounds and slowing things down uh, in terms of, you know, our voices as well, trying to sing a bit softer and quieter, writing songs that, you know, you can cry to, you can laugh to, you can dance <laughs> to, you know. Um, and so I think, yeah, the newer stuff we're moving into is definitely the weirdest thing. And I think you kind of have to do that. Yeah, that's band. good. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love imagining this idea that you saw this, 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 this trio that you absolutely adored and you were just mm. like... I will lead this. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it was totally the thing about just one in. I was like, these guys are so cool. I want to be friends with them. Why are you guys so rad? And seeing them on stage, just like cranking out guitars, slamming it down and like very skilled musicians as well. Yeah. So I never thought I was like, you know, this will be my first thing. And if it doesn't work, then I'll hobble together whatever musicians are willing to work with me. But luckily, my first choice said yes. Your first choice worked and out. And they're still here. And they're three of my best friends in the whole wide world. That's so it. I and truly love them. <laughs> From, from from what I see, you guys love putting up images of people that look like you. <laughs> yeah. um, it was kind of a thing that I think is quite funny. You know, finding a doppelganger, yeah. I think, is a fun thing to do. If, like, a lot of the time you have people come to you and they're like, oh, I saw someone that looks like you. And then you look at them and you're like, I don't, I don't yeah. really think they look like me. For me specifically, it's someone with red hair. <laughs> and I'm like, cool, it's the only similarity oh, we have. Are you are you Ed Sheeran? I am. Oh my God, what? I I've actually I've been trying to keep it under wraps for a while, but uh, yeah, I guess I can't. I can't lie anymore. That's me. Um, yeah, but uh, specifically one that we've recently put on Instagram is one that I just found of people of all of us, and I think this is the closest doppelgangers I've found yeah. to a lot of them dressed in ways that we dress. Except one of them uh, was Torment from Game of Thrones. Now, sure. I've never seen that show, <laughs> um, but I've been told he looked like me. And as soon as I looked up the actor, totally agreed. Yeah. I don't dress in half as much chainmail or carry swords and all that. Right? But, uh, you know, there's always room for growth. <laughs> always. I mean, and speaking of room for growth, throughout these last ever, it almost feels like in the Canberra scene, you, you've all performed at so many venues mm. right from buildings with such legacies as the phoenix yes right? oh rest uh, in peace yeah right yeah. To, and to more recently the live in your lounge has there been a favorite so far has there been a very memorable one yeah like obviously you know there have been some more large-scale gigs like playing with hands like houses was you know a huge show and that was at the polish club we yeah. love that venue and the crowd was really receptive really awesome um and then uh, a band called listener from the u.s cool. they're a band that you know we were never really sure if they were going to come through Australia and if they did would they come to Canberra um, and you know they dabbled with the idea and then when they did and we got asked to open for them absolutely like you know I loved that show just to be able to see them live because they're such an emotional band and that hearing those words seeing the music played out in person is something that you know you can't compare to anything else um but you know one that we love as well was our, our album launch uh that was the first show show that we organized that sold out and so that was a huge wow. moment for us because we put that together and then sold it out it was great but honestly some of our favorites are just playing house shows and friends parties you know just like having a guitar <laughs> singing along with our friends in a backyard or a lounge room those are like for us the ones that mean the most i mean sure. yeah it's it's so cool that you say that because uh a fun fact about the two of us is your band performed at my 21st all, <laughs> those, all those years back and yes <laughs> i would i would be lying if i said that 
people didn't come up to me and say part of the reason we came to your party was because we wanted to hear Science and Simple's life. Oh, I mean, I'm flattered, but also, hey, now, it is my birthday. Can you wait a week to tell me that? You don't have to tell me that at the party. That's it. Cut down the mood. That's it. Did you play at the Phoenix often? Yeah, we played there quite a lot. And that was the place uh, where we sold out the show for our album launch. Yeah, of course. But, you know, Phoenix was the place where we played there a lot. And some of our favorite local bands and interstate bands, that was where they would stop. That was the place. It was such a wonderful community. It's very much was a come as you are kind of place. And I loved that because you would see people from all walks of life, all different genres that are particular to their taste, trying something out, you know, like trying out a new band they might not normally listening to, meeting new friends. And so it was great for that. But I feel there's a few places at the moment, like Sideways, one in particular, Mm that are really helping to bring that back you know just absolutely that be yourself celebrate music with you know people (laughs) yeah that's it (laughs) and in terms of that music which artists would you say has inspired your own sound yeah like has this changed in any way throughout the years for sure. Like I, you know, I'm, I'm getting turned on to new music every day, every week sort of thing. And I absolutely love it. Anytime somebody recommends a thing, I'm at the point now where I'll pull out my phone and I'll write down <laughs> the band name or I'll properly chuck it in my Spotify queue. Um, but I'd, I'd say the biggest ones that have been there from the beginning and have mm. stuck ever since, uh, Foo Fighters is a big one of for course. me. Um, which, you know, Dave Grohl as well. When mm. time in Nirvana, time in Queens of the Stone Age, them crooked vultures, like everything that man touches for me is gold. I absolutely <laughs> love what he's about, how he sounds where it comes from and so I love learning the history of those bands and you know you find connections in lyrics you feel like they're singing to you that's been a big one for me um Biffy Clyro is also a huge Mm -hmm. one that's inspired you know all of us as well they're a Scottish trio um they're also I'd say on the doppelganger list that's like (laughs) pipe dream kind of stuff I would love to you know pull like an army hammer in the social network or Lindsay Lohan in the parent trap and play Ben and James Johnson they're twin brothers that are the bass and drums of that band they also sing backing vocals play a bunch of keys they play a little bit of everything and versatility is a big one that we love as well um but the Beatles obviously is a huge one they're ones that you know parents would play and really stuck with me resonated with me and still to now I can chuck on them and I have just as much fun as the first time I heard them um, but yeah, the more the more I'm going on, the more I'm getting different musical tastes. Like at the moment, I'm really into Thundercat, who's an amazing yeah. bassist, plays a lot of funky things. You know, worked with like Mac Miller and Anderson Pack and a few other people like that. Um, so yeah, I think you just every week that you would ask me this, I'd have a different <laughs> set of people. But um, yeah, and I guess the ones that kicked it all off would be Blink One Eighty Two. They were the first band that I listened to as a child. Uh, me and my sisters when we were in Sri Lanka, which I lived in oh, for a few cool. years. Um, yeah, parents took us to a music store the first week we were there. And they're like, you can all pick out one CD. And, you know, sisters grabbed like Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, Evanescence. was my older <laughs> sister got that. Um, but I grabbed Blink-182 and I didn't know it was a live album. But it was them performing their album, Enema of the State. It was called The Mark, Tom and Travis Show. Um, it just sounded like the most fun anyone had ever had ever and I wanted that so bad I wanted to find my kinfolk you know that I could make this with and not just making great music but great memories and sharing that feeling feeding off energy of the people around you and even though there's you know only a select few on stage making the noise everyone is a part of it we're all playing a game of catch with energy back and forth just creating this beautiful aura and atmosphere that for a few hours we all just forget what else is going on with our lives all that matters is this moment right here and I knew that was that was what I wanted out of life Canberra's music 
it's really started blowing up these last few years. Mm. Like, it's it's something I've noticed, even just on social media, the amount of bands that are just coming out. You've got bands like Archie performing sold-out shows and others like Northbourne Flats very much on the rise, mm. right? As a veteran to the local scene, how does it feel seeing such variety now in the city sounds? I think it's wonderful. This is the biggest thing I've been noticing with Canberra and just the art scene in general, you know? It's building up where there are more venues willing to have these places. You know, you have uh, visual artists displaying their work, you have poetry slams going on, you have drag competitions, you have bands performing live, you know? It's just, it's such a wonderful atmosphere now that if somebody's just in their room messing around on an instrument, they now have platforms. There are cafes that are yeah. hosting local musicians as opposed to hiring someone, you know, playing covers the whole time, which I think, again, has its place at a mm. time but I much prefer, uh, just me personally, uh, seeing somebody play their own music is such a wonderful thing for me because I'm like, look at this. I w and I would have had no idea. I pass that person on the street, you know, give them a smile, give them a wave, but you have no idea. This is such a wonderful window into who someone is. Um, so I think absolutely love seeing it. And I love seeing the variety that's coming out. Um, which is a beautiful thing. Uh, that was like, you know, when we were starting, we were playing with a lot of dad bands, you know, metal <laughs> bands who were in their 40s sure, and 50s because yeah. there just wasn't a lot of rock and roll kind of stuff going along. I mean, there was, but it, it wasn't being done in venues. It was being done in bedrooms, house shows and right. parties and stuff, and which is where, you know, we got to play a lot of things. But now that's definitely up there in the open. So now there's a lot more solo artists and Canberra local. Um, you know, there are big ones like the Answer Brothers, Genesis Owusu and Citizen K. Mm. Uh, they're both amazing in their own right. Um, they did performed together when they were younger but now you know they've sort of yeah exploring their own things citizen case producing quite a lot he's worked cool. with bands like billman um he's worked with groovy daughter who's another like amazing one she's moved to adelaide now at the mm. moment though so um but uh yeah it's just it's such a wonderful i think environment that we're starting to build the arts and culture scene is definitely on the rise and i think the more we do it like i've said before more people will stop in for Canberra because it'll be worth it there'll be a crowd if you had a wish list mm. for the Canberra music scene going forward what will be some things that are on it? For sure. I think venues is a big one. Yeah. Having a lot more places we can go to make noise without having people come in and try and shut that down. I think yeah. that's the biggest part. That's a reason, you know, that uh, I think that Phoenix had struggled with a little bit, but they were in quite a good location that it was okay. But Transit Bar recently is another one. Mm. They had to close down from where they were and they're still looking to find a new place. I believe at this point, I'm hearing a lot of rumors back and forth <laughs> about places that have been bought. Oh, it's where Hog's Breath used to be. Yeah. Or like it's tucked in. It's at my nan's house. Like, um, <laughs> my nan bought yeah, Transit Bar. Exactly. She's a new transit bar. Come to Nan's house. Um, which, again, I wouldn't be opposed to. I mean, a gig at Nan's house, that sounds great. Um, so I think uh, there's been talks of, you know, somewhat of an arts and entertainment complex of sorts. Mm. Where is it a designated spot where you can make as much noise as you want as late into the night? so that you can have people making music as as it should be, you know, and yeah. just people finding a place where we can go because you keep getting pushed further and further away and you're like, well, where are we supposed to do it then? If you tell us we can't do it here or here, we have nowhere to go to play this. So I think there's a lot of places that are definitely venues that are opening up or ones that are there that are starting to bring in more music, ones that have been doing it for ages that are getting more recognition. Um, so I think more things like that. And a big part of it is, you know, uh, creating a safe space where people feel comfortable that, you mm, know, they yeah. don't have to feel like I have to be a certain type of person to come down to this gig or to go to that show or like see that play, like creating that sense of security and friendship and, you know, just people around a loving atmosphere where they're like, you can come on down, you can be yourself, see some great art, listen to some music, have a dance meet some new friends I'd say that would be the top of the wish list you know just creating beautiful spaces where people can be themselves and explore who they really absolutely. are absolutely yeah. more space for more space for the good stuff more space for the good more stuff more space for the good stuff I right? like that <laughs> man that's great <laughs> now 
looking through Signs and Symbols discography, we got Static in the Attic. Mm. We got Counting in Colors. Great. Right? Love it, yeah. My favorite tune of yours throughout these albums has always been the blue. Oh, love it. Yeah. I say always has been, even though it's like the most recent album. Yeah, before, yeah, even before even back in 2013, coming. I knew it was coming. That's it. I knew it. <laughs> um, but um, <laughs> I'm not going to ask the question of what's your mm. favorite song. Make like, me choose between a, my babies. I know you don't like doing it's that. It's your favorite child. <laughs> that's it. But what songs have been the most memorable for you guys to write? Yeah, for you to work on together. I think obviously particular reasons. Yeah, like like you you know like you've said, I, I have a special connection. I remember something different about each one. Um, but I feel like you know uh, just you know random examples. Static in the attic, title track from the first album. That was the first song we played live that we noticed people singing along with, mm. which was such an amazing feeling because we're like, oh my god, like they're not just putting up with us. They, <laughs> they might actually be kind of into this, and it was such a wonderful feeling to be like, you guys care <laughs> you know i'm trying to despair right now you you give a hoot you know like that was such an amazing so feeling yeah, yeah yeah right it was such a wonderful thing and uh, i finally you know felt at a point when we're embraced by the scene you know i've, I've had a lot of dealings with self-esteem over the years which is why i took myself in and out of things and if it sure. wasn't for the three other beautiful babes in this band i i would have stopped i'm sure of that because there were a lot of other things i used to perform quite a lot you know i used to write things and i used to make short films i used to perform on mm. stage and i stopped doing all of that because it was just me but with the band i had the three of them holding on and being like you know it's gonna be all right and a lot of the time i didn't talk about it to begin with and then when i started opening up i found out how much love there was between all of us and how much support they were you know all willing to give and that's something i could never thank them enough for it's a big reason of why i'm still here and why i'm still doing what i'm doing um so I absolutely forgot why I started rambling. <laughs> no, I was... lost in emotion. So yes, I think some of these songs are great because they were they were helping me deal with that. Like a song of ours, "Dead Weight." Uh, that's kind of like a love song of mine to the band. Mm. And, you know, as the title may suggest, that's what I felt like I was. I felt like I was holding these amazing musicians and people back from, you know, being who they are, going as far as they can go. I felt like I was holding them back. Um, and, you know, so that, that in that way is me saying that to the band, saying just like, let me go. But they were like, shush your silly little face, mate. And plenty of kisses on the forehead, lots of hugs, and we worked together. And then, uh, you know, with finding bad ways to deal with things, a song like Somnambulism is about mm. that. You know, I used to spend a lot of lonely times at night, you know, making poor choices and continuing <laughs> to make those choices again and again. Um, and so that's kind of what that song is about, is representation of that time. And a fellow, uh, you know, that uh, both you and I know, <laughs> the Dr. Ken Ross, yes. um, taught me that word. And uh, we were just talking to each other about words that were nice to say, were pleasing for the mouth. And we were saying like cellar door and you know, all of these <laughs> wonderful things. I knew someone with the surname Hoplonge. Hoplonge, Ooh, Hoplonge. that's nice. Ooh. And then Ken said, I've always liked the word somnambulism. Oh yeah. And I was like, what is that word? And he's like, essentially it means sleepwalking. And it was such a wonderful thing. The more I thought about it and the song came together in about 10 minutes. Wow. Um, and you know, there are a few songs like that. Uh, Really, you just strip it back as raw as it can be. You don't let anything come in too much. Don't overthink the song. And you yeah. just, you let the words come out. And it almost feels like it comes from somewhere else. You know, you feel like you didn't write it. <laughs> and so when people, you know, go like, that's such a great song. You Like you say, thank you. But in a way, you're also kind of like, yeah, but the universe gave me that one. I didn't write that. Like it feels, it feels weird. Um, so yeah, it, it just, you know, it depends on what type of 
song you're asking me about at the moment and the Fair blue enough. such a wonderful one that was a similar one because it was almost about like this is the way i feel and this is me recognizing that feeling in other people mm. and knowing together i mentioned the lines i'm your featherweight and the reason i'm saying that is because for me is i'm not a sportsman by any regard <laughs> but you know that's that's the lowest class of a fighter you know so the one that weighs the least but is still there is yeah. still competing as much as they can still throwing the punches staying in the fight sort of thing and that was the feel of that i might not feel like i have much and i might not be 100% sure of who i am or where i've come from or what i'm doing but i'm doing it and i'm not going to stop how and, yeah how wonderful <laughs> yeah the true most memorable song was the friendships you made along the way is what oh, i'm hearing henry look at you look at me go look at me my go. favorite <laughs> song is the love in my heart <laughs> yeah it's been built absolutely What is next yeah. for Brent Brosnan and Signs and Symbols? And has the COVID pandemic made it any easier or harder to, to maintain and to keep going with what's next? Yeah, obviously with COVID, like a lot of artists and musicians in general, we had all of our gigs cancelled, which was very upsetting. <laughs> and, you know, there was a place, La La La's in Wollongong. We've, you know, seen some gigs there and we've never been able to play and we finally had a gig lined up. We're very excited for that. Like I said, like a lot of people, they were all just sorry, we have to, and we totally understood, mm. but it yeah. was, you know, still hurt. And uh, at that point as well, coming off the back of our last album, I was, you know, starting to feel a little more confident in myself. It still wasn't 100% where I'd like to be and where I feel like I was at a former point in my life before I got knocked back, you know, mm -hmm. but that happens to everyone in life. Things happen. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, we started to feel like we, maybe we were building a little bit of momentum. And then with all of that taken away, we were like, oh no, mm. like what do we do now? Um, but then we were able to do a couple of live streams, which was amazing and gave an opportunity to write, which was great. Um, and so we've recently just recorded a couple songs as well. We're going back to finish off vocals on one of them next week. Um, but yeah, we're getting the mixes back. And so we'll be releasing those in, you know, the coming weeks, months sort Ooh, of time. Very nice. Planning a whole very thing. Nice. Got some music videos coming. Pocket oh. full of pencils is the first one. Oh, hello. So, we're gonna write. so yes, the, the, uh, our drummer Callum, he also you know writes we all play a little bit of every instrument which i think is a thing i love versatility it's a big thing i love in bands and musicians um and so this time we took one song that he wrote one song that i wrote and we went in to record it and uh you know we might do things in pairs for a while and then pop them all <laughs> together we'll see um but yeah I, i'd say what's coming next is like i was touching on before with uh feeling confidence in myself and a lot of it was like worthy i didn't feel like i deserved any any of this mm. i felt very much like guys come on like go listen to someone he's like 10 other people you should go listen to like i'm a piece of hoot look at me watching my language um yeah and you know being really down and then so not not going after things and not promoting myself not showing that i'm mm. doing this you know yeah it, you can be doing the most amazing thing in the world if you don't show anyone no one's ever going to know that's it um and so it's fine if you want to keep it to yourself but i've always known that i want to share it with people and, you know, find that connection, even if it's just in one other person in this world. Everyone else tells me it's the worst song they've ever heard. And one person <laughs> says to me, that song, you know, really helped me through something. Or like, I just love it. I love dancing to that song. It means the absolute world because that's human connection. Yeah. And that's a big thing that I love. That's, you know, being able to bridge that gap. Music is a beautiful way to do it between people. Come from different <laughs> lives. It's a great chance to open up that conversation. Um, so I think what is coming next is we're going to release those songs. We're going to film a bunch of music videos, film a lot of random 
random videos as well. Like I said, used to write fun sketch things, do a few more fun little bring the, ditties bring here the fun and there. Sketch things back. Yeah, yeah, and then performing a lot more, maybe collaborating as well. I've just uh, started jamming with another group of musicians. They were looking for a drummer, and they asked me if I would you know, just audition, try out for yeah. it. And they seem to be into it. Things went very well. So I guess at the moment I'm technically in two bands, which is cute. But and then, in three years time, you're going to lead that one too. Exactly, right? <laughs> when you need to. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm on the way to setting up my own home recording setup as well. So That's I'll be, you know, just being able to demo songs a lot better, but be able to explore different musical ventures, bring in some of my heroes like I did with this mm. band that I still get to play in and I love. <laughs> you know, Signs and Symbols will always be that, like yeah. at the front, at the tippy top of my heart. But, yeah, you know, in that same vein that I got to work with them, there are other Canberra musicians that I'm now feeling confident enough that I'm like, I might reach out, I might try some more collaborations. So, uh, you know, short answer, there isn't one. <laughs> Long answer, lot going on. <laughs> Get ready for it. How good. <laughs> well, to finish off, my friend, the floor is yours. Is there anything else that you'd like to say to our millions of <laughs> listeners? Uh, I would like to say thank you to both Henry and Anel for coming along today to do uh -huh. this. This has been Shucks. so much fun. Um, I would say biggest thing is that if, if you have something in you that you feel like you want to start making music or you want to start a band, just do it. Just reach out, find those people. Like Henry had to do for today, was down a photographer, just reached out, does anyone know <laughs> someone? And look what's happening. We have someone in here <laughs> taking some beautiful pics. So I'd say do that same thing. Just sort of take, take the leap, you know, be confident enough, uh, believe in yourself that there is someone out there who will get it who will understand and you will find connection with at least one other person and that it could make all the difference for them in a world where quite often you can feel totally alone in the way that you feel, the experience that you've had. And sometimes you can feel like those feelings are wrong because there's no one else that feels like that. You haven't seen it anywhere. It doesn't make sense. Everyone that is around you right now is telling you that it's wrong and that you shouldn't feel like that. I feel like that is absolutely incorrect <laughs> because I, I know from personal experience and you will find people who know what you're going through. Some people eerily similar things, eerily similar feelings and eerily similar ways of dealing with them. You will find each other. You will be able to support each other and love each other, which I feel is the ultimate thing to do as a human being. You know, there's, there's enough, uh, a-holes in the world can yeah, we say we that say yeah we're good, we're good on that quota you know so i feel like just 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 you know be a lot kinder put some more love out into the world and i feel one way that you could do that is through your music and through supporting other people and yourself in the words of the mighty rapport if you can't love yourself how in the hell you gonna love somebody else can i get an amen <laughs> brent brosden it's been an absolute pleasure oh thank you very much Andy. My name is Henry from the Black Sun Rehearsal Studios in Canberra. This has been Conversations in the Capital. Stay safe, be kind, and we'll see you soon.